0: Welcome back to Switched On, a platform for our emerging generations who are looking at belonging to a community that upholds what it means to learn and grow from life's experiences in order to fulfill one's potential, becoming more switched on in the process. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. The tables have turned. <laughs> You've really practiced there. Oh, Welcome oh, back no. to the Switch On podcast. Welcome Boba back and Will Massara, my good friend. How are you? Uh, tremendous, absolute pleasure. Fun to be here. Oh, it's, mate, <laughs> it's been bloody tricky to get a hold of you. you have been here, there and everywhere, but glad to finally get you in the booth. So yeah, I
1: appreciate your flexibility. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, even up to now, what, what, what has your movements been looking like in the last month?
1: Oh, the last month, yeah. just back over east and back here for a week, six days. First time back home in seven months, which has been good. <laughs> and then off to Tassie tomorrow in Sydney on Friday. Bloody hell! It's Tuesday.
0: I have a hard time keeping up on all your Instagram stories. In that, so do I. And I swipe up and just like, like ha ha ha, like a lot of chats, just trying to show you that I'm, I'm still, I still exist. <laughs> <laughs> but um,
1: yeah, no, it's good. No, it's a really hard mix between like balancing the friends and family at home and then also the, the relationships on the other side of the country as well and like spreading yourself
2: evenly. Yeah. It's a challenge. That big for a young it's, businessman, eh? Yeah. It's a challenge you're, <laughs> so, you're a busy man, but we always like to start the potty off with, mate, how have you, what have you been up to this morning and how have you like switched yourself on?
1: Oh, great question. Woke up, had some, uh, an up and go.
2: Beautiful. Shout out, sponsor. <laughs> yeah, sponsor,
1: sponsor us, two week weeks. And then I had some buffalo pizza. And then came up to Perth, Perth and had a few meetings. A few meetings that have probably waited seven months too late as well. <laughs>
2: it's been good. Productive day, really. Lovely. Oh biz. Love Very nice. What Great. about yourself, Bubba? Um, sure. Yeah, you did, but what did I do this morning? Mate, I went for a nice walk um, and did some reading, actually, this morning. What book? Uh, I'm reading Confidence by um, James Smith. Yeah, yeah big oh, fan of... Of him and his work, but um,
0: yeah, it's been good so far. Sick. What about you? Well, last couple of days, I've actually noticed how bloody tired I was from the weekend because we we had Never Say Neverland on the weekend, children's fundraiser event um hosted by our good mate Tim Brayshaw, and I remember looking at my at my watch after the event had finished. I'd already done thirty thousand steps. So oh, that's that's, yeah, that's high. Good and answer. then um. And then I had a 21st off of that. And so I was dancing and carrying on. Woke up 8.30 the next morning. felt fine. Monday, oh boy, different story. So <sighs> I just, just went to the beach this morning, bit of a recovery swim and feeling a bit better now. Might hop in the cry. Yeah, that's smart. Getting yeah. the cry.
2: But before we move on, mate, tell us who you are, what you're about and what you do for a living.
1: Yeah. Uh, hi, my name's Will. <laughs> um, I have
2: been delivering leadership programs in primary
1: and high schools around Australia for the past five years through Youth Leadership Academy Australia, which is my company. Um, And it started really out of a frustration for not enough young people being equipped with leadership skills or not understanding their ability to make an impact. And it just started as a small event in Perth. We never really wanted to start a business. We just wanted an event in Perth. And as a 15-year-old, I was like, I'll do it. And we had 65 students at that event. And it was a pretty cool event. Um, And then over the next few years, built it up. And now we work with around 750 schools around Australia. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's been pretty insane and also really like so many lessons, so many learnings about who I am and what I actually want to do and what I'm chasing. Nice. How old are you? I'm, I'm 20.
0: Yeah.
2: 20 years old.
0: Yeah. So Will and Will and I actually go a little bit back, not, not as uh, like compared to some of our mates in their friend group, but. Um, our parents we actually grew up with each other in, in Collie.
1: So we go back to like the sixties. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and then, yeah, actually, um, then I met you when you were at Mania, and I was at BCC and then had a lot of mutual friends and even at the time, yeah, I'd kind of remember you emerging and like being the counter high school guy. School. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a like a bit of a movement behind that and like, it's like even, um, like hearing your story and hearing you come from the Qantas reviews, I think, is that like the first thing that kind yeah, of I started
1: the journey? I started my first business when I was 11 again out of frustration <laughs> because
2: I'm just a frustrated kind of guy. <laughs> 11 years old, you started your first business.
1: Yeah, but again, it wasn't meant to be a business. Like it was it was just like, some, I complained so in action over inaction always. It's called Planopedia. It was a Wikipedia of planes. <laughs> Came out after my mum was running through an airport stressed and it happened every time. Got old Kaz, Karen, you know how they are. The mother's in airports. <laughs> not a good time to be, not a good time. So I was like, okay, let's get less stressful air travel ex- experience through preparation. And it was just a media company, but I always knew my age would hold me back. And know. Like in tens of years, it would be big and strong and a uh, really successful company. But it didn't take, it didn't take that long took that awareness of like understanding age was maybe not really a, as much a barrier as barriers I originally thought. And in year 10, we actually partnered with Qantas and Singapore Airlines on a number of media events, which was pretty epic. Um, and also really like I was standing there in our desk shorts and a t-shirt, like what is going on? Surrounded <laughs> so by like photo. corporate executives <laughs> with my brother who I was like, you will take me to the airport, mate. <laughs>
0: There's a photo of that. Was, yeah. It looks
2: so funny. I'm just like, yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just I'm interested, your journey. Like you started obviously year eleven, but what like you, I know you dropped out. So do you want to just run I a I didn't drop, drop out. Sorry. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. But do you want to like <laughs> I give them uh, whenever like there's headlines,
1: I'm like I, I give the media a Yeah, i like <laughs> I give the media a fact sheet now. I'm like I didn't drop out, I
2: failed. Do you want to, <laughs> Well, <laughs> so, that's big. Like, can you run us through that, like your high school journey? Yeah. And why you decided to do what you did, and why why leadership? You was, chose leadership. Yeah.
1: When I went into uh, probably uh, forever, I always thought differently. Like, why differently. Thought differently to my friends, family, and society. And going through primary school, i always knew that. And then there was a decision between the end of primary school and the start of high school, where I had a choice of like, do I go into high school with this like nerdy? dorky business like that's a plain website mm-hmm. and i was like yeah let's do it <laughs> um,
0: and you, embrace, you just embrace your weird yeah a lot.
1: and but i didn't really i didn't understand probably the true impact of that at that time but like probably that lesson that i learned there would be like if you control the story you can own your story you control the ending um and it took probably a year later i started selling pens for Planpedia and sold 200 pens in two weeks for two dollars each but it was like about embracing that like owning your story And at the same time, it was like going to high school, I had, I mean that going through to the second school I went to in high school, between year 10 and 11, I went into a leadership business, which still in school right now, there's a big social cost to leadership and stepping into leadership roles. Um, So it was about owning your story.
0: Yeah. I love it. Um, I mean, apart from. Like wanting to get you on as, as like a mate, but like and finding your um, story like truly inspiring and wanting to share it to some other people. When you go, yeah, you know, when I went on the website and just like um, on of YLA, and I just seen like um, a lot of the keywords that it's similar to what we use for switched on, so like inspiring, strengthening, empowering the future leaders. Um, and that's kind of like the sort of same idea that like, like party idea that we have in our journey as well. And so, really sharing some of those core imp- like pillars, I think is awesome and I just like would love to sort of talk about them because leadership being just a huge facet going forward in the world today um why would you think what like what made you think that leadership is so important to spread
1: well, it's pretty interesting because like we brand everything as leadership well really it's like everything that's not talked about in school or like education which was very much my experience in education is like all of these things that are one in life aren't taught in life and from from the business, growing up, being, uh, being in that on, young, young entrepreneurship space, I was like gifted with self, self-education opportunities, personal development from a young age, which has then made me aware of like how much is missing. However, I also knew that entrepreneurship would not be branded or sold to schools because they're interested in the current education system isn't necessarily built for entrepreneurship. So we started with entrepreneurship and sort of spread that it's like, what does what does leadership sorry look like for young people? And it's like self leadership. It looks like well being. It looks like taking control of your reality and understanding what impact you can make, creating change in your community. And then it was about inspiring them to actually want to do something, giving them the skills, which is the strengthening part, and then actually empowering them to use them skills. Because there's no point inspiring someone and they do nothing with it. Yeah, it's That's so like, important. I haven't spent five years doing this day and night for nothing to ever come from as it. a long-lasting long change. So,
2: how do you... So, you go to a school, right? You present. How do you... Like, just a one-off presentation. Like, can you run... Like, what happens after that one presentation?
1: Yeah. Every program that we do has a three-month post-event program with us on pretty much coal that entire time for whatever they need. And part of that was a big commitment. It is a big commitment. But also, it was a commitment that we were willing to make because it was like schools invest money, Young people invest time and teachers invest trust in us to actually create change. So like part of like a program will be they actually create initiatives in their school that like focus on areas that they see as problems. And then we actually support them to make sure that they implement them over them three months. And that'd be like a good example of like long lasting change. And that's
2: different for each school, right? Yeah. So, so how do you manage that? Because like. This school has to, wants different things to this school you got to implement. So there could be, you're saying, you're saying over 700 schools, Like how do you track it? How do you change it? And how do you make it all individualized?
1: So a lot of our schools come to one big event mm-hmm. and then we ha- also have like other school programs. So the big event ones, that's a lot easier to manage because it's like all at once. The other school ones, like even to the point of the program is tailor-made to that exact school. Mm-hmm. Why? Because every single school has different dynamics. I know you've probably been to both different schools and you see how different they are. Like if we got a, if we took a program off the shelf and tried to give it to a public school or a private school, it would just be like laughed at by one and acknowledged by the other. Yeah. Um, and it was that like sacrifice of time that we're going to make to actually make it happen. You so,
2: have the day. Like to multi-black, like, I guess it's sort of like what we do at school. Yeah. You've got to be so diverse, depending yeah. on what class, what situation, what school, what cultures.
1: Oh, and still, yeah. like on the day, like the users would both know, like we can't go into a school with everything in that, like expecting to know everything. We don't know what we're going to do post, like until we actually meet the young people. Oh
0: yeah, you well. get a yeah. way better idea once you actually walk yeah. in the classroom. Like
1: that, that probably hour before you walk into the classroom, before you see a venue, before you see the space, is like the most not the stressfulest, but like once you're in the classroom it's so much more not comfortable either but like you have a much clearer vision yeah, of what the day is going to look like and how they're going to respond once you start seeing them actually come in so you say you got the big
2: event what what is it describe it like yeah the big like, event yeah like the big event the conference like you know like <laughs> like is there one in each state yeah. is it just the one like uh, and, as, as a 20 year old like how do you organize this stuff like
1: well this was like this is our flagship event. That's what we started with in Perth. It was like the secondary youth leadership conference was one of our first events. And we grew that nationally by the second year, very much out of ego. Oh, like admittedly, like that was because like, it was like, yeah, I'm a young entrepreneur. Cool. Now I can travel. I like flying. (laughs) And then it was like, we failed. We only sold like 30% of seats. And it really took like a shift to like, what do we actually focus on? What is the vision? What is the values of the program? What do we want to create? And once we made that shift, we then sold out the year after in in five cities, then the year after in eight cities, that was 2021, COVID, well, 2021, 20 COVID, not very fun Mm -hmm. um, for the events industry. At the same time, we also acknowledged and understood that it was then and now that young people will need to come together now more than ever. So we did literally everything to make it happen. We split events in half to have lower capacity. And while many of our, many other people in the industry, would completely stop the events it wasn't really an option for us we'll, like we, we'll make our events smaller and do lots of them yeah. um which did hurt financially as well through covid because we were like flying back and forth i spent six months watching five news conferences a day <laughs> i would be like what's mark you gonna say today what's am <laughs> <Andy> gonna <laughs> say um and then most recently starting our primary school conference as well acknowledging that the bracket of young people needing our support is getting wider and wider, and early intervention
2: is better than prevention. 100%.
0: We say that all the time. Mm-hmm.
2: I just love, you say failure, but then you went on a tangent about, you know, we learned this, we weren't this, we adapted this. What does failure mean to you in business terms, and do you reckon you ever fail, or do you reckon if you learn, it's different? I think I've spent a
1: lot of time valu- valuing putting myself's worth on how much, how the business is going. So when the business would fail, I'd be like, that hurts. And it like, and it has hurt in many ways before. And it took her like, it took probably six or so months during like post COVID, like for me to actually leave Perth and like focus on what, what, what fulfillment looks like for me rather than aligning like directly them, the same thing and separating my personal worth off the business's worth. However, I also believe that the amount of times that we have failed has also built some of the greatest results that we've seen today with business, because every time that we get something wrong, it's like, okay, we find another way. And that's why I think that from thinking differently from a young age, I mean, why differently that, that like, that not giving up sort of persistence and and knowing and understanding that we will find another way. It's like, we'll just try another way. We'll continuously try another way.
0: What's that growth mindset that we talk a lot about? Mm -hmm. Hey. Yeah. 100%. Hundred percent. Yeah, just, yeah, just resi- um, resilience, persistence, wanting to keep on going, and learning from mistakes. Love yeah,
1: it. I was just not really prepared to like. put Five years into it now, it's like one one failure or one massive like stuff up isn't gonna stop everything. And they, and there have been weeks and weeks and weeks where it'd be like, okay, who wants to buy the business? Take it off my hands. I don't want it <laughs> no more. Uh,
2: because have you have have you had offers?
1: Yeah, there was like post. In the same period of post-COVID, well, it wasn't post-COVID, it was mid-COVID, um, there was a time where I had three offers in like um, probably two months and people knew that I was like, in a st- the business was in a financial stable state as well. And it took a lot of took a lot of mentoring and also a lot of looking at what I valued in my life and what I wanted, because there were also offers where I was like, yes, we'll take your company and you'll get a job. Um, which was a really vulnerable experience as well because it was literally a consideration. Um, And there have been times where it's like, that'd be a much easier option. However, now where the business is and where the business is going, I feel really confident with the decision that I made a year or so ago. To to not
2: keep it. To keep it, yeah. So how do you, well, you would have probably been 18 when? Yeah, it was like. Like, how do you go through like, I'm just going to sell this, mate. I've had enough. Like, it's so hard. And financially, like, you're suffering. Yeah. And then you're getting all these top businesses, like, mate, we'll offer you this, we'll offer you this. How did you stay strong with yourself and know that your purpose will drive it and you'll get to where you want to get to, which is you'll get out the other side? Well, was, I was about
1: 18 and a half, and the business probably started to really take off. Like, we had just hit probably a six figure revenue. I had no idea how to run a business, no idea how to manage finances and there was like money coming in very fast and money going out faster and COVID. And there was just like so much happening. But that was when it was like my worth was still based on the business's financial success because it was like forever. I'd been that young entrepreneur and it did take me to actually like leave Perth and like change my environment, which is like my biggest probably lesson from from when you feel stuck like change your environment refocus re-energize and really look at what what your options are and pros and cons because like there would definitely be pros from me selling the business but there would also be there's so many pros now of me keeping the business yeah. because of the impact that we can create and that's probably what's kept me strong is like especially this tour that we've had post post like the tour in between us, people offering, so we said no, and then we did another tour. Like we had some of the most insane results that we've ever seen. And it was like, that was just a
2: reminder of why we keep doing what we do. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's, yeah,
2: it's crazy, but
0: there is so much in that. Yeah,
2: like to unpack,
0: but I just love, well, you'd love the travel side of it. Oh. Like, do you
2: have a set <laughs> yeah. location of where you actually live?
1: I get asked this like a you haven't lot, been for, I have well, I haven't a suitcase been home seven months, currently like. in <laughs> Brisbane, a wardrobe in Bunbury and I'm about to have a suitcase in Sydney <laughs> um, and I have a backpack, I'm a corporate backpacker, I, re- de- re- I re- <laughs> re- redefined <laughs> myself today because <laughs> I was like I'm not a digital nomad because I have, actually have commitments in places, yes. corporate
2: backpacker, um, no I don't have a location, <laughs> I want a location but. So how do you, how do you balance that then like because you said you haven't been home in seven months so like is it literally hotel to hotel hostel to hostel yeah i've
1: been traveling for like 18 months now which has been fun and has been such a growth journey as well and out of like developing new perspectives for people i've been working in places i would never expect to work i worked in a nightclub for like eight months it was the epic i worked in a hostel and now i'm traveling doing tours for backpackers up the east coast of australia and there's still a lot of questions like why would i do that when i have a business i'm like well to develop empathy to develop perspectives. And for the first time in my life, I have certainty of when I'm actually going to get paid. Um, which I don't think many people in entrepreneurship actually talk about is how uncertain things can be. Mm -hmm. And for like two years of COVID and flooding, it was like so worthwhile. Um, how do I balance it? I do believe I have very strong ability to build routines very fast. And that is why my Google calendar is my best friend. Um, I can go into a city. I know where the gym is because I've traveled. I know I know where GYG is. <laughs> uh, I have my, a sponsor. Yeah, please. <laughs> that's, that's why I need a job. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I like, I know how to get comfortable very fast, which is a blessing, but also like, also a pain as well. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, I am... I spent a month in Sydney in August and it was like a really productive month. I made so many networks in that month. And I was like, yeah, maybe it's time to find a place, whether it be, I don't know, don't know where it'll be, but it's getting closer.
0: Yeah. You've, you've no joke actually just answered pretty much like exactly like my question that I was about to ask, or like one of the questions I was going to ask at some stage was like, um, yeah, it shows a lot in your travel. And what you've been doing recently, and we would love to only hear more travel side of things That how you've been able to work and grow your business and your network. And you're just Sorry. At you <laughs> just asked the whole thing. But so, uh, well but done. Like At
1: the same time, it's like I'm literally surrounded by 20 backpackers for six weeks at a time that come from many of them, their first language is in English, which is like I never really thought was like, I never really had empathy for that until you work every single day with them and talk with them. At the same time, it's like you're literally giving an experience to
2: 20 humans that is going to be memorable forever. So you you run,
0: yeah, that's great.
2: So you, so <laughs> yeah, so can you run me through this Kentucky tour that you're running on these guys of so backpackers? Yeah. So they've literally a company's hired you to do your course for these guys.
1: Well, not it's not my course, but I'll, it's just a backpacking trip, and then they get optional extra. You get will as a tour guide, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just weave everything that I know well, into like into that. Yeah. Not that I have, like, there's, yeah, which is epic. And, like, so grateful for the opportunity and so grateful for travel because, like, and I've been, like, done Southeast Asia, which is, again, I went to Bali pretty much as soon as it opened. And when I was talking to the taxi man getting out of the airport, he was, like, I had to sell my house. I had to sell my car. I had to sell everything just to be able to survive. Meanwhile, his final sort of sentence, his final words of that sentence were, oh, well. Like, it was, like nothing yeah. whereas after spending two years in australia where almost everything was a complaint it was such like that perspective shift of like how lucky we are to get whether it be job keeper whether it be the government subsidies to actually look after businesses well not everyone agreed with them they were a whole lot better than what, what any other third world country would have experienced
0: all right that word perspective I know, like, I was wanting to ask you a question about that and um, what it actually means to you because yeah, you've got it tattooed on your forearm. If you want to oh, show yes, the camera. Sorry, camera. camera? Show, Brayden.
1: <laughs> you got to look at it from different ways. <laughs> yeah, because
0: it's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. I like that <laughs>
1: a lot. It's really hilarious watching people really like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, with, <laughs>
0: with all the travel and like a lot of the um, like scenarios that you just said, what does perspective mean to you? Or, like from amongst what you've been doing
1: what it means for me is be able to step in someone else's shoes and have empathy from where they're coming from Um, and be willing to acknowledge and understand that they have a different experience. They have a different background. They come from a different area of life and understanding that whilst some people get a whole pie, some people get the crumbs of the pie. Some people get a slice of the pie in their life and like, just depends on where you are and everyone's at different parts as well as that I think a huge sort of issue not an issue but like something really frustrating in like the world one of the worst quotes in the world I think is everyone has the same 24 hours in the day it's like no they don't (laughs) some people have butlers and maids and chauffeurs
2: yes it's so true right like but I want to touch on your team that you work with like so you're in Bali like what's your team doing while you're over there working where are they now where are they located and how do you lead like how do you how are you as a leader yeah I'm fully
1: um blessed with a team of old women and <laughs> <laughs> and they are, they are literally make everything very great <laughs> <Bloody hope. laughs> led by the most I have two humans in Australia Jay and Laura um, Laura works with the schools, Jay works with our students, and then I have a few uh, contractors and facilitators who actually deliver our programs. Um, and they work very hard on ensuring that Wila is maintained and working moving forward. And then i have very lucky to have some of the best fac- facilitators in the world to actually be delivering programs that are creating meaningful change. Um, and whilst I was in Bali, that was a real sort of, I said the analogy of like running events during two years of COVID and then flooding. It was like my brain was like a sponge and it got squish, 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 squish. And like Bali was like, let go of the sponge and let it come undone. As well as that focusing on where do we go next, which is that social enterprise model.
0: Cool. Mm. Like it. I
2: mean,
1: big fan.
0: Um, So you sort of touched on that in a lot of like your programs, your keynote speaks, Um, which I would like to sort of go in a bit more. What are some of like the main points like that you sort of, tell the audience in terms of, um, developing leadership, like you know, is most your audience like youth that would be. Yeah.
1: Well, yes. And no, I have a keynote in two days to school business administrators, which are not young people. Actually, yeah, Um, <laughs> and I do, do quite a few teaching entrepreneurship ones. I think the biggest thing about leadership is understanding that it's very subjective. I know you've, you've, year, yeah, right? you've seen it probably at our events where we ask at every single start. It's like, what does leadership mean to you? We get the young people to write it on a sticky note. We begin every teacher webinar the same. And we see thousands of different definitions of leadership by young people each and every day. And the reason why that is actually understanding that leadership isn't only about the person in the front of the room. It's about the people on the sides. It's about the people at the back. To actually be able to move something forward, you yeah. see it in every corporation. You can't run a corporation without the people at the back leading from behind or leading from the side. Yeah. So, on that, what's leadership to you?
2: Leadership what's your definition. Yeah.
1: Tables turned. <laughs> how the turns? <laughs> how the how the turns have... uh, for me, leadership is courage and showing up even when it scares you or even when you you think it may be, um, it may, it may cause some drama. Yep. like when you know it's right even though some people might not like it but you still stand up and show up
2: yeah what does like leadership it. mean to you <laughs> to me it's inspire and influence I guess people to live their their life to their fullest like no matter what their purpose is because I guess when you work for corporations you've got to have you work towards one common goal but as a leader I feel like you've got to inspire the people you're leading to change themselves to their best version, but also to be at service to the community and to others. This yeah, is really nice. how I,
0: yeah. My turn. yeah Fun of me actually are uh, going over this because at the moment, like uni and one of my units, um, psychosocial aspects of sport, and one of them being like part of the one of the weeks was like leadership and coaching. And, um, I've just, yeah, I've just been doing my study and stuff. And so like, it actually has got me like thinking a lot more about it. And, um, originally before, uh, probably even still remain at the moment. It's like really leading by example. So, I mean, I've like been captain of a few footy teams and stuff and always been wanting to just like, and I set the example in that sporting aspect, but also being like a good role model for not even younger people around me, but also even like Um, people my age and older like make sure like doing the like right thing and setting a good good example for um people in the community so they too can be the best version of themselves which is kind of touched on um and then just building also building good relationships because i feel like if you can build a good relationship within a community and and all move in that direction together it's it is a bit different when some people have the idea of leadership being, oh, like, fo- like everyone, like follow me. That's go in this direction. Yeah, Whereas, yep. like that's kind of just being that's an unhealthy version uh, in a, in a way. Whereas, like yeah. let's go together.
1: Hundred yeah. percent. I really think like that. Leading for ex- from example is the same way. Like you build trust in teams as well as say like, that consistency. Yeah. you show up, like even when nobody's watching. How you look after yourself, how you look after others, and accountable, yeah, like yeah. that is what will build trust and and through teams, through cultures, and everything. So we'll give us
2: some, give us three or four, or if you've got more, what are your qualities of a good leader, or what are your qualities as a leader? Because I guess if you search up on the internet, it could be this, this, and this, but everyone's different. Yeah. So what are your qualities as?
1: A- I think for me, I know for me. One of the biggest things is integrity. Yep. You will know that I show up the same person on this podcast as I do on my Instagram stories, as I do on LinkedIn, as I do in a human form. Can I um, back that up? Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is What you see is what you get, um, as well as understanding and being aligned with your values at the same time. I think that's a huge part of leadership, which I've like 100% haven't been for my entire life. Like there's been so many times where it's like you have to catch yourself out which probably goes to accountability as well. Yep. Being able to actually be accountable and, and ownership and responsibility because once you take responsibility for all of the good and bad things that happen happening in your life, you get complete freedom. I don't know whose quote that is, but it's great. <laughs> um, and I think... Ooh, what's another one? Probably, I don't want to say positivity, but positivity, but not poxy. Posi- Not toxic positivity
0: either. Like good optimism. Yeah,
1: optimism. That's a better word. Um, And being aware of being really self-aware as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Can we touch on self-awareness? Go on. How do you develop your own self-aware? Because we we think like on the podcast, it's about being yourself. but It's becoming uh, more switched on. Yeah. How do you become more self-aware? I listen to a podcast for for
0: The Upside uh, podcast or Switched On or? (laughs) Both. (laughs) (laughs) No.
1: Subscribe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think like the biggest thing is like literally just checking in with yourself. Reflection. Reflection yeah. on like what could have I done differently? What was great? Acknowledging what was great is also really important. And acknowledging what could have been done better um, in the day to day activities or how you would have liked to show up better or differently if you had that moment again. And once you reflect on that, You're like, oh, okay. And then maybe a week later, checking back and being like, did I actually action that? As well, partly checking with yourself to ask questions to your friends. How can I show up better? I think like leading tours and backpackers is a completely different type of leadership to what I'm used to compared to leading teams and youth programs. However, that makes me a whole lot better at managing a team as well because when you're spending six weeks literally as they're almost they're the most important person for the next six weeks, it's like the amount of one-on-one conversations you actually have to have, which I was very, very uh, happy. I uh, wanted to have is like crucial to be actually a successful trip and something that I implemented, which I didn't mention as one of the qualities is I did a weekly check-in for all my humans on my tour, which like was, I think, part of leadership is being vulnerable. Yep. And it was like, what could I do better? How can I support you better next week? What do you want more from me? And it was like, "Also, what it was great. And it was like that vulnerability part of a completely anonymous, so like throwing out to 20 people, how do you, how do you want me to show up better? Um, which is like another way of self-awareness and also watching them the emotions when you get feedback back, because I find it really frustrating another quality of leadership being able to accept feedback
0: yeah mm-hmm. i huge. find
1: it really frustrating when you give feedback to someone and then they get defensive um and there's that 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 is that initial reaction always like it's like humans are meant to do is get defensive but it's like how do you untrain yourself and unwire yourself from getting defensive into that that growth mindset
2: that we mentioned before yeah, yeah you gotta have that emotional regulation. yeah mm-hmm. exactly uh, understanding how, what you feel and when you feel it and why you feel it i think yeah 100 so percent. Um,
0: what do you say your qualities of a would be? for me personally
2: mm-hmm. um, integrity which I love um, is one empathy yep. and, like and I'm probably listening like being able to actually listen I guess that comes off the feedback but and like building like having empathy towards what people are going through integrity and being able to listen to what they're saying um, I think it's really important I think that's how you build like Trust because then they feel like they can talk to you about anything, and just having good, I guess, emotional <coughs> regulation and good relationships mm. builds a good environment. Like, if you can be vulnerable, be empathetic, then your team gets trust and they can open up and they can now they can be honest, they don't lie about things. Um, I think that builds a positive culture.
0: Yeah, I see mm. I like it. You say, so, yeah, like, you gotta literally- say, curiosity. <laughs> Yeah, that's just you. <laughs> yeah, that's no, curious. Well, thank you. Took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, curiosity, um, authenticity, and courage. I reckon would be my main nice. ones. Um, yeah, just. I was also going to say um, approachable as well, because mm. like if you can feel like the people that that are around you can come up to you and like and just feel like I want to say or provide that kind of feedback, I just like I think that's a really good like yeah. quality of show. And but, like
1: um, sorry. That's
0: all right. But it's just like, even just talking about this, it's like, it is so cool just to hear about all the different qualities that like that makes you a leader, makes you a leader, mm. makes me a leader, even though like, um, we're all different leaders in our own ways, but actually, yeah, that actually reminds me of just another question before we go into the next one. So it's like, um, do you think people are born leaders or can you develop leadership qualities?
1: I think leadership, overarching without giving it a definition of course mm. is influence. And I think everyone has influence in their own way, whether it be as you think about a child, as soon as they're born, how much does it influence someone's life? Mm. Um, and that's just about harnessing that influence into something that's good, which takes leadership. So are they born leaders? Yes. However, you can untrain leadership True, is what I think, and i but, but I still do believe that everybody is a leader as well. It's just the leader in their own way. Yeah. yeah. And how they define leadership.
2: Yeah.
0: I Which
1: g- sometimes isn't positive. You've seen it in the world. Mm. Big time. Yeah. You know, many bad leaders.
0: Mm.
2: Touching on good leaders, I want so <laughs> so. <Sorry. laughs> but I want you talk about podcast. Yep. So for you, I guess self, so, like who do you listen to and who inspires you? Like because we've talked about role models before and good. So you would obviously there'd be some good leaders that you live up to, or there's podcasts that you learn about business, about leadership. Like, is there any?
1: Yeah, I think one of the greatest books is Simon Sinek's Infinite Game. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks really a lot about fulfillment and choosing fulfillment over success. Because success looks like you finish and you're like, well, who, whereas fulfillment's a journey that people join you on. Yeah. Um, as well as that, the big leap is also an epic book. I don't know who it's by, but it's talking about your upper limits and how we sometimes get to a point where we could go further, however we're scared. So we self-sabotage, whether that be in personal life, business life, relationships, whatever it may be. So that self-sabotaging part jumps in and it actually takes that big leap. Um, but they're two very books that have really shaped a lot of thoughts in my brain and the way I think.
0: Cool,
2: love
1: that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess we're getting towards the end, but I just yeah, I've been love talking about this because it's like, I think leadership is just going to only become more sought after, um, and like, I mean, if you can if you can incorporate any sort of more leadership from, from listening to this podcast or just even just like reflecting and um, getting back into what really the leadership looks like to you, um, I think like for us and emerging generations, the more people that can grow, like get in tune with their sense of leadership, the more that we can tackle these I don't know, issues, problems, whatever you wanna call them, to create the change needed to sustain, I mean, the world that we're sort of moving into in the, into the future
1: near 100% like if we need to be flexible as a generation, we need to be able to adapt to change, which I truly believe in the last two years, we've been more adaptable than any other generation as well as that. We also need to be resilient because it will be, it won't be nice all the time. And you're going to have the ups and downs. And once you understand that and you build the resilience, it's like, well, now how can I support because we've grown up like our generation has grown up with so much trauma, we've seen so many wars and we've watched a climate crisis unfold that from the generations that we were born into as well as the technology and the and social media and the and the positive and negative effects
2: of all of that as well so how do you balance your social media life and the work life in terms of like my tiktok usage is outrageous <laughs> <laughs> so like i mean like so you're gonna have to have it for your business right but do you have to like he's
1: all for business that's right (laughs)
2: thanks (laughs) thanks for justifying it (laughs) because obviously you've got to stay with trends right as a business person so you've got to like this is what you've got to post as a business you've got to do this but then like how do you show your your true self and like, like I'm out with friends having a few drinks but I'm a business owner like I'm 20 years old how do you like balance that I think the only way to balance authenticity is by showing that as well
1: because i think it's there's too many entrepreneurs out there that talk too much about how much how little sleep they have and how many emails they get and not about how much life they actually live yeah um and i grew up in, in probably an environment where it was like you can't have it all and i was like well yes i can <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> watch me <laughs> um so uh, and i was really committed from that and Actually I spoke to mum about this like probably a year ago, and she was like, "Yeah, I was scared you were gonna have no friends." I was like, "Thanks, <laughs> thanks, mum." Thanks, mum. And but she was also probably more fearful of me not being a childhood as well, or a teenager, um, where I've, Tommy knows I've lived a very fun last couple of years, as well as managing and, and expecti- ex- managing my expectations and society's expectations of what entrepreneur really is. And it's about completely breaking that dynamic of what is expected and what does success look like for me compared to what society tells me to expect. So what does
2: success look like to you? Fulfillment.
0: Fulfillment. Off the back of, of the, the journey.
1: Yeah, 100%. Huge. Um, and for me, it has looked like travel, it has looked like trying different things. It has looked like getting jobs at times and
2: pretty happy right now. <laughs> so what's the, you're happy? But what's the future look like? And where, what do you want to do with what? I don't want to pronounce it wrong. So yeah, we just nice. have, I heard you pick it I up. I guess so many, I yeah, guess so I so many said, ones. I heard it
0: definitely before, eh? Right? Wile, a, Wile.
1: Yeah. My brother has a, puts a H in it. I'm like, where's the H where's coming <laughs> um, Like, Yeah, what's your future plans for that? And where yeah. do you see it going? We're super excited because we do move to a social enterprise very soon. It's just a long legal and accounting process. Um, but we just had more meetings with the accountants this week, which is good to be home to actually do. Um, and hopefully that will be up by the end of the year. That's the goal, and what that looks like is probably very. It's a very unique social enterprise model because a lot of social enterprises they either have a social uh, donation model where a hundred percent, where a percentage of profits fund go to donations, or they have a direct community impact model, which is what we currently have. How current is like we our programs impact the community positively.
0: So, happiness cozies.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 and. We will move to a, so our model will have funding from schools, government, corporates, which will then fund programs, which then direct positive community impact. Mm-hmm. But then the profit will then have the donation model where 100% of profits fund youth suicide prevention programs. Yeah, love that. Which we are so excited about um, because we have such big opportunities with that and so much room for like growth and expansion of the programs as well. So do you have partners or sponsorships or? We'll assume- We'll have impact partners at, as our, who we, who we donate to and who we work with to create long lasting change. Um, and then we are building partnerships at the top level to be able to fund all the programs as well, um, which is fun and exciting, really exciting, because then it'll be great. It's great right now, but it'll be better. Yeah, more greater. It'll be hopefully greater. A few yeah, more clubs yeah, and just. Oh, i'm so excited Woo-hoo. yeah literally is. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be so great do you have
2: aspirations to go international
1: yeah we tried to get to new zealand we actually launched new zealand sold out new zealand in 2021 that's
0: right that oh, i remember that yeah.
1: and then we weren't allowed over there um so we've pulled it for the time being and we will probably consider it post um social enterprise launch because mm. we sold out
2: there's yeah. demand there so they want it um where do you want to go like where's like I want to go here. I want to get... I want to travel. Here. I want to travel
1: South America next year.
2: Want right, so, you got to get some conferences
1: in South... I uh, don't really know. <laughs> you just want to travel. Yeah. But like, if you, probably, could, uh, if you
2: could launch the business over there, would you? Like, if you could take it there? No, I haven't been there yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah well, like,
0: like, I guess for a bit of inspiration, Jules, like, his, he talks about all the time. He wants to be in New York, like yeah. 2025 or something. I
1: want to be... I'd probably under the Will Masara brand. Yes. Youth Leadership Academy of America doesn't. I don't know how the ring goes to it. Yeah, uh, but I don't know enough about their education systems, which is what I've been like. I've been researching Europe for probably longer because there is a lot of stuff out there, and there's a lot of more um, government money there. Let's see well. you on Mykonos by your tan and Mykonos, uh, <laughs> I'm just it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, same thing in year twelve. Choose places that are convenient for you. <laughs> no. Um, but probably on a more not-for-profit side, Asia yep. is a huge, huge part of where I want to go and has been forever. Um, because they need it yep. and we can give it. Love it. It's a very rich country. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: And
1: well, That was... It's
0: a lot there, eh? Yeah. No, mm. this has been really good. It has been fun, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, I would like to quickly mention... That, that having my friendship with actually you, my friend, I probably wouldn't be sitting in this spot right now. Do you know that?
2: Oh, what's that again?
0: If I didn't know Will, mm. I wouldn't be sitting here right S-E-Will. now. Yes, you will. Yes,
2: I do know that. Yeah. Off the back of a hundred emails. Hey, yes, no. Follow up. Follow up. Follow up. <laughs> I'm <mean>, I...
0: <laughs> No, because I was at I was at uni at the time. And I was like doing a couple of these other volunteer gigs and whatnot, like it was still good. And I text I text Will and I was just like, mate, do you know any of the other like um health and well being places up here that I could get involved with like volunteering? And then he, he sent me um Robbie's and Jules email. I said, like, Oh, sweet, mate. And then I, um <laughs> <laughs> sorry,
1: Robbie and Jules, just leak your emails out there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh yeah, so in the first couple of emails, two weeks go by, I don't hear anything and oh just you're like up, you're, do follow i follow up?
1: up i'm like yes
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, always follow up and just, but i'm right. the
1: worst yeah sorry
0: yeah keep on going and i think i got to about like six or seven <laughs> and jules jules being priya eventually got back to me and said like, all right mate like we'll go down to Sunder for a coffee like we'll catch up yeah. and stuff see what you're about and then jules, yeah, i think jules was like oh it's actually not too it's bad
2: good. So i've got will to thank for our friendship Thanks,
1: no, I, he would have done it eventually. Maybe, um,
2: why didn't didn't you even want to give him a job?
0: Oh, sorry, no. <laughs> sorry, Tommy.
1: Tom, here, here's to contact. Yeah, because yeah. not- yeah. yeah. I anyway, mean, it's just for me.
0: well, I mean, even in saying that, like you've you've been pretty um being good teammates and providing like Tom Walters and Fraser some gigs along the way.
1: Yeah, it's my fun. Like I always say, when we do our big tours, it's one of the greatest opportunities to be able to actually take friends on the journey and like yeah. show them that probably the same reason why I love the job right now that I'm traveling backpacking is like give them an experience of like that isn't really is rare and not many people would get which was like same with me traveling at, at, by myself at first and I was like wow um but yeah always follow up I love follow-ups I don't reply to anyone under my mo- I reply <laughs> on like eight business days on a good day on snapchat just follow up follow up follow up
2: yeah love that Assistance. its key, mate. It's key. It is. But they know you. They actually want it. You know, you want to work for them. Mm. You're not just sending one email and yeah, I like I just it.
0: give up. Yeah. Hell no.
2: 100. Anything? Any advice you'd give to someone or anyone, or is there anything else you'd like to say? I think the greatest quote is by Karen
1: Lamb. A year from now, you wish you started today.
0: Yeah. Love you know it. what? I'm I'm so glad you keep sticking with that. Like I, I used to uh, time and time again and. It used to be,
1: if not me, then who? If not now, then when? But then I realize you can't put all your world's problems on your shoulders. Yep. So Can you say that quote? Not this the first one again. If oh, a year from now you wish you started today. There you go. As a lamb.
0: a <laughs> finish. Yes. I like it. <laughs> I do really love it. Um, thank you once again. No, thank you. Good uh, good friend, and hopefully get you on soon next time you're in WA. So, right. so it's another
2: 18 months <laughs> in February well, <laughs>
0: yeah. well who knows maybe by then we've got like some video um podcast streaming thing and I don't know, you can be over in maybe Queensland.
2: you're over East yes
0: yeah, see, let's, let's go switch on worldwide yeah, worldwide will come Prestige- to, worldwide <laughs> yeah.
2: um no, nah, thanks man I appreciate it it's a pleasure it's beautiful Boom. good Boom. thank you very much
0: thank you once again for tuning in and we'll see you in the next one stay switched on you thanks guys <laughs> nice. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you liked it, please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, leave a review, all that jazz. we love your support and we'd love for you to continue supporting us. If you want more info and want to know what we've got coming up, please head to our Instagram, chuck us a follow. And even check out our website for more episodes, resources, recommendations, and lots, lots, lots more. Links are attached in the description below. Cheers.